Hey everyone, today on Tony on the Mic, my guest is Narsipa Teague, the author of Daddy I'm Scared, children's book about how to confront the monsters and fears in a flashback superhero type tale. Pretty complex for a kid's book, but I've read it. He pulls it off. It's engaging. The book was just released in September. We talk about his inspiration for the book and the process. We also talk about his second marriage, which was to his high school sweetheart, whose heart he broke back in the day. They had a chance meeting shortly after his divorce, and sparks ignited, and romance was rekindled. We talk about a half-court game-winning shot he hit in fifth grade. Still brags about it a little bit. His dad still takes credit for drawing up the play. A half-court shot. Hmm. So sit down, strap in, turn on, and turn up this fear-confronting episode of Pony on the Mic. Our story begins as these stories often do. Read to your kids. That would be something I say. Read a book to your kids. More yes, than sir. one. It's important. And yeah, it's not as easy as putting on a TV or a movie or a screen. A story about a man named Jed. Well, my dad, uh, born in the 70s, wanted me to have an African name. Okay. And uh, I think he made it up, though. But, uh, All right. You have no control who lives, who dies, Young men are stupid. Yeah, we're stupid. Yeah, and if Shut we up, and stupid. and there's only two two kinds of people: those who realize they were stupid, and those who haven't realized yet how stupid they were. Story, story, that one was just sad. Everybody was uh, like, "You're from Denver." No, All right, forget different, forget different. Right. Thank all you suck. for cleaning that up, because I'm sure they didn't say forget Denver. Yeah. <laughs> say that's the most amazing story i ever heard good morning good afternoon good evening whatever time you listen to this fine podcast product my name is tony lawrence and this is tony on the mic today i have a first-time author and a long time i'm gonna call you a friend more i mean we don't hang out but we have more of acquaintances seen you around been around right he wrote a children's book and then as i'm reading more about him his marriage story is also pretty fascinating too so we, we got a few things to talk about First of all, I want you to always start and end with socially. Like, you have a social to promote the book. To where can they find it? Where can they find you? Well, um, it's on all platforms. On Daddy, I'm scared by Narcipa T. Because I know there's a few other. Types. There are a few other. Yeah, yeah. I found that when I was looking. Yeah, <laughs> but yes, if you put Daddy, I'm scared by Narcipa T. You want to spell uh, that just for the make it for easy for everybody? Yes, N is a Nancy A R C I P P A. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I probably, my name is probably the only one out there like that. Yeah, so, it is. Because <laughs> so, I looked for that too. <laughs> exactly. Yes, yeah, so I don't think nobody in the world. I've been searching for years to see if anybody else had that name. Yeah, so. Do you know the origin of that name? Well, my dad, uh, born in the 70s, wanted me to have an African name. Okay. And um, I think he made it up though. But uh, All right. It mean, <laughs> it's the 70s, right? So he said uh, it means son of the sun. Okay. Yeah. All so, right. Yeah. No, that's nice. That's good. Now, you think he made that part up too, or? Um, I don't like. We had a, actually to be honest with you, man. Like all these years, we uh, growing up. Um, he's always said they had an African friend. Um, okay, helped to uh, pick out my name. Awesome. And then until recently, he told me uh, he think he made it up. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> that was about about six months ago. That's like, really? funny. <laughs> but uh, it was hard time growing up. But uh, yeah, playing sports. Yeah, I mean, it sounds it sounded real good yeah. hearing it over there. Yeah, uh, I bet. Yeah. So well, I, it's funny. I, 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 I think I might have let you just live the rest of your life 
believe in. <laughs> that was if, if I made that up, but that's just yeah. me. Yeah. Uh, let's see. You were so, Daddy. I'm scared. Mm-hmm. Uh, now is there out on audiobook? Because I saw it. Yes, yeah, on. Uh, it it's is. not really on audio. It's okay. like a okay. Kindle. Oh, it is. Yeah. You can get it oh, on read Kindle. it on Kindle. Yeah. yeah, you can read it on Kindle, um, but not audio. Okay. I yeah. saw. I thought I saw an audiobook, and I was trying to find it, and, I, and it just the link was dead. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was like trying to sell me the link to the. Yeah, you know, just, to just Kindle. It. Yeah. Right. Uh-huh. But uh, if you need somebody to read it, let me know. Okay. I'll do the, I'll do the audiobook part. Hmm. Okay. It'll be fun. Uh, and then we'll split the profits. Okay, let's do it. We'll give you 60 60 40 you cuz you're the creator and I'm just the voice. All right. So you were uh, born in El Paso, Texas? Yes. And in the military? Yeah, my dad was in the military and army base over there in El Paso, okay. Texas. Then you moved to Denver. Uh-huh. So actually, no, my um, we moved to North Carolina. Oh boy. Where my sister was born in another um, army base and then we moved back to Texas in Dallas and where my mom and dad was going to college over there at the time okay. and then mom and dad split up and we followed him to Denver and oh. so I've been I grew up in Denver since uh, second grade I moved out there okay. first grade moved out there well you put on your thing go Broncos oh yeah I know <laughs> but you know since I wish I could give you some more grief but I'm a Bears fan so I mean, it's hard I got okay oh, oh sorry my, my first uh as far as football team, yeah, my first love was Chicago Bears. Okay, because we now. was living in North Carolina, and, and somewhere you got corrupted. Yeah, that '85 era. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and that was like first time watching football really, and I like Walter Payton. No, but the truth about while I'm a Broncos fan, growing up in Denver, I was always no, I'm not a Bronco fan. But when I came out to San Diego in the military, uh-huh. everybody was uh, like, "You from Denver?" No, All right, forget Denver, forget Denver. Right. Broncos suck. Like, Thank you like, for cleaning that up because I'm sure they didn't say forget Denver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so I have to represent. So now, not right. Yeah. So since then, the Broncos, I was a Bronco fan. So All right. it just had to represent my uh, state. So no, that's cool. Um, <laughs> how you feeling about Russ? Oh man, are you are you hopeful they're gonna put it together with a new? Your coach was terrible this year. Yes, he I was agree. terrible. So yeah. that that's part of it. I agree, and I, and I just I'm mixed feelings because. I hope Russ is not a fake rah-rah guy. Yeah, like I know. That. See, that's the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? He does so. come across. I mean, I've always thought he was pretty genuine and just corny and just, yeah. you know, which which I kind of like, you yeah. know, if, if you're for real. Right. If that's you. But if you're faking it. Yeah, so, and like my wife said, let's give him a year. It's his first time, new system, yeah. and he's trying to implement his system with the coaching system. So, yeah, see what happens next year. But, man. Well, you got some receivers. You got some talent. So. Yeah, we got some talent in yeah, that defense. Which, and but you, offensive better, line, man, needs to get fixed. Yeah, up. but it better work because you got no draft choices for a long time. <laughs> man. A couple interesting little notes just, just to tie up a little history, set you up a little bit. Um, tell me about your heroics in fifth grade. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. So, uh, talk about the time when my dad was a... Uh, was my basketball coach. Of course, yeah, yeah I remember. And, uh, I mean, I, you know, I coached my kids. And, oh, yeah. And, my, oh, dad, yeah. my dad coached me. <laughs> and so one of the uh, side of the stories, uh, we made it all the way to the championship as a fifth grader. And um, it was a tough game back and forth and playing against the local neighborhood kids. And um, I had a bragging rights. I hit the game-winning shot. Nice. Yeah, so a buzzer beater, actually. So it was it was kind of cool. Your first buzzer beater. And my dad, to this day, if he gets around by coaches or anybody, he'll always bring that story up. <laughs> He's how, clutch. How, clutch since fifth yeah, grade. How he drew up the play and everything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. So it was drawn up to shoot a half-court shot? No. <laughs> okay. I was going to say, because you said it was a half-court shot. Yeah. I mean, I, no offense, coach, but he got a... 
do a better play than that. <laughs> exactly. said, don't, don't drop a half court shot. Yeah. Drop something from the arc or something. Uh, and you got a basketball scholarship at age 27. Yeah. So um, what happened? I played. Um, I was in the Navy. Um, and when I uh, so I went to the Navy, and I have a story because I'm coaching right now. Okay. Um, in the uh, military right now, which is fun, and they all have the same story. So I did my first tour on a ship, and then when I came back into the Navy, I got out, then came back in. Um, I tried to. I went out for the All Navy team, and. I'm still mad about to this day that I didn't make that team. I'm sorry. I'm still mad about that. <laughs> You're Jordan <laughs> talking about his high school team. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, but it put a fire under me. Under me and um, I went to uh, while I was in the military. Um, my captain allowed me to go to uh, San Diego City College. Okay. And let me go to school full time. And I was work, just working wow, on the weekends. Awesome. And um, I didn't even know San Diego City College had a basketball team. Right. So I did my thing over there for about two years. And um. And the third, um, I couldn't get out because I still had one more year left in the Navy. So oh. I had other scholarship offers after my two years of playing there. Oh, all right. Yeah, so um, I um, had to wait one more year. And a Maricosta coach was a good friend of the uh, coach up at Chico State. Okay. And um, they found me. Like, I didn't even know where Chico State was. And he never heard of Chico State. And um, it was a blessing in disguise. I went up there. Um, he knew I was military. He was my head coach, uh, Prescott Smith. Uh, Coach Puckett, we call him. He was an Army Ranger. Oh, wow. So the fact that me and me being a yep, military, yep. an older statesman, I could be a leader of the team, and um, he loved that. So What year What year were you in Chico? Uh, 2001. Oh, way yeah. after me. I was in Chico in 86, 87. Oh, you were Okay, yeah. <laughs> we just, I just got transferred there with work, lived there for a couple of years, and moved on. It was... But yeah. it had a reputation as a party school. Oh, it, oh my God! I didn't, I didn't know it until I got there. Yeah, so yeah. who, who, who ever heard? I had never even heard of Chico State till I got there. Right, and then uh, they were in Playboy magazine as like the number two or three party school. Yeah, in the exactly. Nation. And <laughs> that 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 issue of Playboy was. Every, and you don't see Playboys in like doctor's offices right. or things like that. That Playboy magazine was everywhere. Oh, and wow. Vanessa Williams was on the cover. Okay. And it talked about Chico. So everybody in Chico had that cover, I mean, like a coffee table book. Like you wow. found a Sports <laughs> Illustrated or National Geographic. You found this Playboy magazine, which I thought was crazy. Oh, wow. And they were telling stories. But Chico, it, it was fun time. It was fun time for a couple of years. I can say no, about 2001 was uh, right there. I got there. 9-11 happened. Oh, 2001. Yeah. I had just got out the military. Wow. After eight years, yeah. So, what was the feeling? It it was wild because I uh, I remember being going to class and um, I'm fresh out the military. Yeah, because that, oh, that was September yeah. 11, 2001, and, I, and you're starting school right in yeah, September. Yeah, starting school, yep. Yeah. And uh, then 9 11 hit, and uh, I remember all that happened. And all my people, uh, all my friends that were still in the military or just getting out that had under eight years had to go back in oh wow they had they was calling everybody wow. but since i did the eight years i didn't have to yeah i did my time and everything but yeah that wow. was kind of crazy that is crazy <laughs> so you just we're gonna we're gonna talk about your book i promise okay. uh, <laughs> but a couple of these other things are kind of interesting to me so you just got remarried a couple years ago yes okay uh-huh. yeah so uh it was kind of quick after my uh divorce and separation from my uh my first wife, uh, and um, it was a it was a hard time for me. And uh, then during that time, like with the with um, my daughters and everything, just trying to go through that emotional roller coaster. Uh, my mom was just like, "Just come home, son." 
Yeah. So I went home for a while. Thanks, and- mom. That's what mom should yeah. always say. Today, my mom says, "Come home, son." I'm like, "Okay, thank you." And you just feel safe and warm and comfortable. Right. I had to, I had to uh, get re-energized and see what I'm gonna do next and how I'm gonna go through life. And uh, and the happenstance that I bumped into uh, a long time girlfriend, ex girlfriend, from like 20, 30 years. It seemed like you know what I mean. Yeah. So it was my first high school sweetheart. What year did you graduate high school? Ninety two. Okay. Yeah, and so, but we we broke up like uh, we was together for about a year and a half. But she was my first girlfriend. Okay. Well, in in high school. Or in high school. In high school. In okay. high school. Yeah. So I was, I was a junior. She was a freshman. You know what I mean? So I was seventeen, sixteen. Yeah. Yeah. So, so I think I was sixteen. It was I was seventeen. She was sixteen. That's how it was. And then, uh, yeah, she was my first girlfriend. My first kiss. First everything. Wow. And then. Me, uh, I always tell everybody that she broke my heart, but it's a lie. I broke her heart. <laughs> uh, she was a cheerleader uh, when I was playing basketball at the school and everything. And uh, yeah, like, head kind of, kind of swole, kind of big. You know, it's not getting popular. So. It says when you left, you were 5'4, came back at 5'11. Yeah, started. so yeah, I was a sophomore at 5'4. Okay. And then went to Detroit for the summer to uh-huh. see my family and came back 5'11. And so okay. that gave me a lot of confidence. <laughs> it does. It would. Yeah. That's a that's a good summer. Oh yeah, it's a good summer. <laughs> now, how tall are you now? You're taller than that now. I'm six four now. Okay. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> so you kept growing. See, yeah, I, I hit five ten and stopped. Yeah, I was a late bloomer, man. I didn't. Yeah, I was five eleven my senior in high school. Then, oh wow. In the Navy, man. I just adapted to my environment playing basketball, probably. So. You um sought some greener pastures with your newfound popularity. Oh yeah, so uh, you know, young man. Oh yes, royal. Uh, trying to the royal oats. Yeah, just <laughs> so go. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but right. <laughs> so you, so tell me how you reconnected. What was the? Yeah, so uh, we go home and uh, it was our it was our birthday. And uh, went over for our birthday party, and we just talking about our past and the situation. It just hit, just connected. Nice. And um, the funny thing is, that I didn't get to date anybody else. She In- sealed the deal. I like, I didn't go like. I mean, oh, you mean I, when after, you after our, uh, after my first uh, relationship. Uh, she was like, we're going to be exclusive for what? <laughs> like, real quick. And I was like, I thought about it. I was like, no, I don't want nobody else talking to her. So, yeah, to be still. Let's, yeah. So, I didn't get on no dating apps or anything like that, which was funny to me. So, but it was just hit off. I did, I'm terrified. I mean, I, I'm married. I'm happy. And I hope I stay that way forever. One, because I love my wife and my family. But yeah. two, because the idea of dating Man. is terrifying right now. Yeah, I'm 40, and, I was probably 47, 45, whatever. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and I think for me, uh, to be honest with you, I didn't want to bring a lot of, or I introduce my daughters to a lot of. Yeah, I mean, I'm no, dead. that's definitely that's so. definitely true. Now, how how old are your daughters? Oh, uh, Lisa, Lisa will be 26 in May. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and my other daughter, she'll be 24 in October. So wow. 25 and 23 right now. Wow. Yeah. And then you inherited Brady Bunch style mm-hmm. three more kids. Here's the story of a lovely lady. Yeah, so uh, with my wife, our blended families, we have twins, um, Walter, 
and Sydney, they're 23. Okay. And then we got little man, Aaron, 15. Everybody get along? Good. Everybody get along. Well, they're, <laughs> and they're kind of older now, so mm-hmm. do, they, they all know who they are. Right. So except maybe Aaron. Aaron, you're stupid. Shut I, up. I, get, <laughs> I hate to break it to you. Are you? And you're only getting stupider. Yeah. And then in about six, seven years, you start getting smart again. Exactly. <laughs> but exactly. If you're lucky. Exactly. Or it might be 10 years. But right. uh, <laughs> tread lightly. Understand everything you do is is just stupid. Right. So, <laughs> but that, I think that's a problem with blended families with younger kids because mm-hmm. everybody's still trying to figure out who they are they're mm-hmm. trying to you know figure out where they sit in the family and their role in life and their role in what they want to do and you know you're six seven ten twelve years old yeah and all of a sudden you have a new siblings new brothers or sisters or whatever i think that that makes it harder i think when you're older you know when you're in your 20s i think you can adjust better and yeah i mean i i was thinking that too but um it's still an adjustment is it yeah it's still adjustment yeah. just getting along with everything so yeah well yeah now is uh, everybody is anybody at home still is everybody I mean, Aaron yeah Aaron's home but then um, <laughs> and then uh, Kamika's older uh, the, one of the twins uh, uh, is at the house with us okay. still yeah so yeah. she's going to school and uh, she's doing her thing but uh, Lisa and Lizette the older ones they're in Long uh, Orange County okay they're going to school and then um, Walter he's back in Denver trying to make it on his own so yeah. trying to figure it out figure life out so. 22 is a good age to be doing that yes exactly. and, and Walter my advice to you you're going to mess up a lot embrace it and deal with it don't be afraid exactly just keep trying stuff find out what you like and don't get stuck in something you don't right uh there there's my tony lawrence <laughs> advice for the day okay. i appreciate that I, I want him to hear that make too. sure they listen yes. make sure they listen <laughs> and if nothing else just say skip ahead to 1442 or whatever the time stamp is you don't have to listen to dad but listen to me okay right right <laughs> All right, you know what that? We're going to take a first break, and then we're going to come back and talk about your book. I want to thank a couple of my sponsors. First, Rick over at Alante Construction. Uh, if you saw my house right now, it's a construction zone, and Alante Construction is taking care of that and making it a dream home, at least the best dream home we can afford. Also, Jacob over at Retro Sports and Embroidery. If you have team needs in terms of silk screening, embroidery, jerseys, personalized gear of any type, check out Jacob at Retro Sports. We'll be right back with my guest, author, Nurse Petit, in just a minute. And we are back with half-court game-winning shot hitting fifth-grade legend, Nurse <laughs> And uh, I want to talk about your book. So you... You wrote a book, and and I don't know, I, I so don't you know, bear with me. Is it self published, or did you get a publisher? How did how did all that work? Um, I, it's a uh, it's a publisher, it uh, is? Okay. Newman Springs Publishing. Okay, yeah, so it's um, I'll, they handle the distribution, and yes, all that stuff. Nice. exactly, nice. yeah, and uh, they did the uh, editing. Okay. And uh, the illustration for me, and wow. so for the first time, um, because I I thought about going to self publishing route, but right. I thought it'd be just let me just see how this works first. Yeah. yeah so, so you submitted the idea and they they took you up on it and then took over and ran with it. Right. That's great. Mm-hmm. Now, this is your first book, mm-hmm. and you say you wrote it originally fifteen ish years ago. Yeah, I wrote it on a, on the way to my uh, my cousin's wedding. Okay. Yeah. One day. <laughs> yeah. So it wasn't no, it wasn't one day. I had okay. I had thought about. It. <laughs> I was <gonna laughs> say wow. No, no, not in one day, but the idea the came idea to came. me. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I'm driving uh, flying all the way to Florida. From here, so I was like, let me. So, okay, so that 15 years ago, you had this idea, you wrote down a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. Did you tweak it, edit, and work on it? For of course, a while? yeah. And then did you put it away, or how did that? What was the process? Yeah, so I just I flowed through it, okay. just wrote the whole story. Nice. And then, uh, and then 
I just started tweaking and editing until I got with the publisher. Okay, and so in the time from you wrote it to the time you got with the publisher, how, when did you get with your publisher? Just uh, about two years ago. Okay. And and truthfully, uh, yeah, when my wife, my current wife, she read it, <clears throat> the the manuscript that I had. Right. I said, what do you think about this? And I gave it to several people. And right. everybody's like, man, this is real good. They, okay. Everybody thought it was real good. So I just, okay. But when I got with, with my wife, she was like, what are you doing sitting on it? Just get it out there. Just do something with it. So she put the battery in my back. Okay. And just, man, she's one of those Girls nice. is like she sees something, just go get it. Nice. <laughs> you know, one well, you, you, dude, you. I need to get your wife. It's gonna be on my next podcast. Okay. Because, oh yeah, you would, you would love to interview her because I'm telling you that that's I have three or four works in various states of okay. completion that I can't get out of my own way, and, yeah. and you know, and you, I, I'm just speaking for myself, but I know it's a common problem with a lot of authors is you get this kind of perfectionism, you get this kind of fear of failure. Mm-hmm. Like once I put it out there, if somebody rejects it, then what? Yeah. You know, so instead of actually being rejected and not having a book published, it sits in a drawer or on a computer now, you know, and, and don't get published. So yeah, I was the same way. It's just like, man, like I constantly tell my my daughters and the kids and sons, like, go for it and see what happens. Yeah. And so that's I got, good advice. So if I, so if I, if mark I tell this them, point, <laughs> right, mark this point, too, because they need to listen to this. <laughs> Time snap. Yeah, I got to do it. So I got to start doing what I preach. Yeah. Yeah. That's me. So 2023, I'm pretty committed to submitting, and we'll see what happens. Oh, it's go. just time. Might it's as just well. time. I have, and the problem is, I get 80 percent done with something. I'll tweak it. I get it to where I feel pretty good, uh-huh. and then I get an idea. So I'll start <laughs> writing something else. And I think that's again a little internal fear of failure mechanism that says, "All right, ooh, whoa, this is a really good idea. This is the one I'm going to submit," right. and that lets me off the hook for not submitting right. the 75 other things I started. <laughs> Again, inspiration. You're sitting on a plane. Go. Yeah, I'm sitting on the plane. I'm writing a story, and um, and I'm just thinking about. Now, my- you, wait, sorry, you started writing other stuff, or you just or this story was I'm a one off. You said this is what I'm gonna write. To be so, I was in the navy on the ship, and you you know sometimes we're six months at a time, right? And I discovered that I love writing. My mom, okay. my mom's um, an English major, French major. Nice. You know what I mean? So every time I had to like write reports, she was always. In me, okay, right, right. <laughs> like, put the comedy here, like, right? You know, so, but like just being on the ship and writing letters back because this is before email, right? Oh, no, yeah. man, we didn't have the internet, yep. that the AOL download right? stuff. But yeah. I'm on a ship, so we had to write letters back home. Nice. And um, you writing your girlfriend, the girlfriend at the time, I'm writing right. her and writing my mom, dad, sister, right. and friends, and that I'm just writing stacks. Okay. And then I started writing poems. All right. I like writing poems or writing songs, you know. What I mean? Wow! And um, songs, man. Yeah, so I, I got a whole stack of stuff that I've written and ideas of stuff I want to write. Right. And then um, um, this is what happened. I just ended up finishing this one, and it was a story about my daughters, just the experiences with my daughters. And me and my girls are so close, are still close, but. Okay. The second and third grade, they used to run in the room, Daddy, Daddy, I'm scared. You know, having a nightmares and right. stuff like that. So, I I just told them a story. About when I was when I was younger and I had a nightmare and it's like a re- reoccurring dream that I used to have all the time. Uh-huh. And then one day I was like, you "No, know I'm gonna change. My, I'm gonna control my dream. I'm gonna turn myself into a superhero." Oh. And so I told them to do that, and it worked. Nice, you know what I mean? So that's what basically the book is about. And, uh, it's just to summarize it up. But yeah, yeah it's time yeah. to turn a superhero and conquer your fears, and that you could control your dreams, like. 
you know, this is my dream. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. I dictate what happens. You know? that's funny because I've been in dreams mm-hmm. and I've and I've said, "Whoa, whoa, this is a dream. This doesn't have to go this way." Right. In my dream. Right. And I, I don't think I was controlling her. I just think it kind of <laughs> happened. But that's cool. So it, it's it's a it's a book. What age group would you say is targeted? Man, I'm. I'm, I'm seeing it from friends and family like they're reading it to the kids as young as five, okay. and three, and okay. up to. I think it varies. You know, yeah. I mean, it's, uh, I mean is Aaron going to want to read this book? I mean, he's read it. Okay, he I, mean, so I read it to him. Okay, <laughs> I read him to the manuscript before. You know, what I mean, so, right? But he thought it was cool. And uh, and to the truth about Aaron, um, just to tell you something about him, he's um he's autistic. Okay, and uh, he loves to write. Oh wow! And. I see him on the computer, just typing, banging away, and I'm like, "Man, what are you doing?" It's like you just tearing the computer up, but like, why are you typing so fast? Like, and I look at, on the computer screen, complete sentences. Wow, and I've never seen somebody type wow. that fast. Wow. <laughs> so, so now I need him too. I yeah. can uh, talk, and he can type. Cause, oh, yeah. So. That, my my brain goes faster than my fingers, <laughs> and it slows me down. Yeah. Heroes of the story are how old? Uh, I want to say. I mean, you don't have to be specific. I mean, or did you have a specific age in mind? I didn't have a specific, but my, my daughter's in that in that um in that book. It's the second and third grade. Okay, age. You know what I mean, okay. so they're like around like seven, yeah, yeah, seven to eight years yeah. old. So, and and the, the, and the little boy that's played by me is the same age as them. Ah, uh, so, so okay, so, so it goes back in time to when I was a little boy. I'm telling them the story, rehashing my memory. Fighting the same boogeyman oh. that my daughter is seeing the same guy. All right. All right. <laughs> yeah. Well, and and I've ordered two copies. I'm going to give them to my nieces when uh, next week. When oh, we go appreciate up to Oregon. You. They're going to okay. they're going to be delivered, and they may have already been delivered to Oregon because okay. I didn't want to miss, you know, having been delivered here while I'm up there. And yeah, that's, that's yeah. I wish I would have had some more copies. Like I gave the last one away, so I got some in the middle. I would have autographed it for you. There. Yeah, no, I, I know. Well, you, but it's still you time. still can, yeah. right? You still can. <laughs> I'll find somebody. Well, oh, I was gonna point at my now empty bookshelf, but usually I've had several authors on, and I have some author friends. Okay, and and I, I you know, you just want to support. You know, you want to buy. You want. I'll, buy I'll bring it by as soon as it comes in. I'll bring it by. Good, I appreciate that. So, listeners, just to get you caught up, uh, it's right after New Year's where I am remodeling my office. And other than that stunning poster of my old band back in the day. That looks cool. Uh, <laughs> I was checking it out. All really. my shelves are empty. You know, I got like six mugs. And anybody who's ever seen my office or been in my office knows there's literally hundreds and hundreds of sports memorabilia pieces and pictures and posters and uh-huh. mugs and pom-poms. Anything you could, you know, trophies, whatever you can think of that that does it. So you get the stripped down version. So you'll appreciate it. Okay. Next time you see it. Okay, gotcha. <laughs> um well, cool. So, drawing out your perfect life, mm-hmm. um, what do you what do you see as as your main is your main gig? Do you see being? An, and I say you want to re, re, yeah. I see you want to release a couple more books. You want to? Oh yeah, I have like several books. Um, I definitely want to do some stuff about uh basketball, I love basketball, okay. and um, I'm in that job. I like do a little series of books and stuff like that, yeah. and even th- tell like like technical story. coaching or fictional stories. Fictional stories. Okay. Um. Like um, like a kid who hits a half court shot in fifth grade. Oh yeah. The so like for example, like uh, uh, I'm trying to make like an ugly duckling story. Uh, okay. Called big shoes to fill. And uh, right. so for me, I was five four with big feet. Okay. Well, and, that's lucky. You, you know, what I'm saying? so I was trying to play basketball. They used to call, right. I, used to call me Ronald McDonald. And, <laughs> you know what I mean? And, um, it just 
<laughs> just talk about a story how a kid finally grows up and, and yeah, no, it's cool to well, the size where you could, you know, yeah. what I mean? <laughs> matter of fact, I'm gonna, you know, write that. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's such a great idea. Yeah. I'm gonna do it. <laughs> but it's like it's just like just like a little series of stories um within that genre and um and other stories I got in mind. I just wrote a whole list of stuff. So what's S and K Enterprises? Oh, so that's uh me and my wife decided to do a home business and mostly her. Because right. she's like because yeah. um, she works for AWS and she does um uh speaking like public uh she does the onboard for the new hires. Oh wow. And she teaches them the Amazon way. Oh oh. <laughs> yeah. All right. And so and um and she's she's real good at just uh speaking to um to like public speaking, I guess. Yeah. And she wants to start her own public speaking consulting. Oh, um, tell her tell her I'm in. I do public speaking too. Oh, okay. Get yeah, Tony so, on the mic, take a card. Okay, I it's, will. Uh, that's a sticker. Take it all. You take okay, everything. Gotcha. Take a button, take a sticker, take a magnet or two. So yeah, put them on your car. A thousand. Take as many as you want. I want to see everybody rocking the Tony on the mic stuff. All right. Um, yeah, she does like leadership training though. Yeah. Basically, yeah. yeah. So and that's my for her. And then my stuff is gonna be like where I'll do coaching, basketball, individual yeah. training, and books. Yeah. Individual. So you want to do more individual than oh, yeah. than team? Um, yeah, sure. Yeah. Okay. And, so uh, yeah, and I I was uh, working with kids doing mm-hmm. I, I coach teams, but I did a lot of individual speed work. And... But I will tell you this, Tony, uh, coaching. I just started coaching um, on the military, so it's M, it's called MBA Military Basketball Association. Okay. Association, and so they set it up like the NBA kind of uh-huh. with the military basis. So I'm at Thirty Second Street, but out of all the years coaching, this might be the truest to my heart because they got the same kind of path that I was true, on. Kind of true. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's like. You uh, go to high school, and like, for me, man, I, I messed up my senior year. Okay. And I just, okay, that's why I came to the Navy. And it's a lot of these kids that's in the Navy, and you don't know that you have the opportunity to still play basketball if you love basketball. Right. And so they're in there, and like, oh, I can still play basketball and go off to college, play all Navy, you know what I mean, play pro afterwards, you know what I mean? So the, the league you're involved with now, do you play other bases? Do you oh, play, yeah. Is that how it works? Oh, yeah, so next, um, on the 14th, we go to Arizona to Air Force Base oh, out there. And okay. Got the, uh, so all the West Coast uh, Air Force, uh, got uh, Camp Pendleton up there, play okay. the Marines, Army, Air Force. Nice. And it's comes together for a championship. So nice. It's pretty cool, man. Nice. So. <laughs> yeah, it's... Um, and it, the thing about in the military, you have to assume they're gonna have a good work habits. You know, if they're gonna do it, um, be disciplined. You know, yeah, and it's it's harder too because you still got your uh, job. You gotta right, work, right. You, you got to work, and then sometimes you can't make it to practices. You yeah. have duty, you know, and then it's where you get there. You know what I mean? So it's it's, it's a grind. Yeah, no, that's good. That's good. <laughs> you know, you know what they say, man. You know, get in where you fit in. Exactly. You know, that's good. Um, so I know your book's available in hardcover, and mm. like I said, I'm 100% serious in, I mean, I don't know the distribution end of it or how we get it out, but man, I'd love to do, I'd love to do the audio version. Oh, we could do that. And, I really love that. That'd be fun. Yeah. And when you hear, <laughs> and when you hear the quality of this podcast, you're going to say, all right, <laughs> let's do it. Okay. So do we can add a little score, some music behind it. We'll make it, a, we'll make it a thing. Uh, that's what I I um, envisioned that for sure. Yeah, that'd be fun. I'm not. You got anybody else doing this? I don't want to. No. All right. Cool. <laughs> I don't, I don't want to. You know, step on anybody's thing. I've I've, I've looked into it to see what I could do. Like I'm still like, or uh, it's still all new to me. Yeah. You know what I mean, so yeah. like the whole process of the 
the illustration and yeah. now um, somebody illustrated it for no, you. No, the the pops because they, they did everything. Everything. Okay. Yeah. Wow. It's uh, I mean, it's, and it's in hard like you said, it's a hardcover paperback and on Kindle. Is it on paperback? Uh-huh. I haven't seen it on paperback. So you could do a paperback. You you have the choice of hardcover or okay. paperback. Yeah. So. Yeah, I got the hardcover. So yeah. Well, you know what? I'm I'm lying. So oh. I gotta pay for that to do paperback. Oh. <laughs> Okay, I was gonna say, I didn't see it. In I, I didn't. I didn't get that. I didn't do that option yet. I said I would do well, it later. And yeah, you should, and that's how it should be. You know, yeah. wait. You know, see all the people who are gonna go out and get it. Yeah. So and, I'm in a process of um, making it paperback. Sorry about that. So going forward in your books, you said you you want to do a basketball ugly ugly duckling story. That's kind of cool. You got any other genres, or is it gonna be mostly kids? You think is that um, your sweet spot? I have um some motivation. Okay. Something like just. Just my, uh, if I was to do an autobiography or just self help or type stuff, I'm okay. thinking about, you know what I mean, just uh, becoming a man. That's a, okay. And, you know what I mean? Just my trials don't, and tribulations. Don't mess up your senior year. Yeah. Right? I got it. <laughs> That'll be yeah. the name of it. So, don't mess up your senior year. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, everything's happened for a reason. Yeah. You know ah. what I mean? So the path I've walked, I'm mean, um, don't regret it at all. So, no. You know, it's funny when people say that, um, you know, I'm sitting in a chair across from you and, and I don't regret, you know, there's, you know, but of course there's things I regret. Oh, yeah. Things I'll do differently. Yeah, exactly. You know, when people yeah. say, I wouldn't change a thing. I say, yes, you would, yeah. you liar. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> Even if it's a little thing. Like, I wouldn't have bet on the Bengals to beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl just because my high school teammate played on the Bengals. <laughs> that's just a small example. There's yeah. many. Yeah. You know, mostly, and I got to say, it sounds kind of cheesy, but I am that rah-rah guy. I, mm. I just am. That's just me. I am what Russell Wilson acts like and maybe he is i don't want to say he's not but uh-huh. it, you know i would change all just times when i hurt people you know when i was mm. mean or when i was bad and, and I, mm. I try not to be mean i'm not a mean guy right. but i know i've done some things that hurt people and i would love to take some of that back i would love to fix some of those things and you know the best i can do is apologize mm. but if i could change it i would you know if i could take it I away agree. spread yeah. more spread more light less darkness i agree yeah. totally so well and then speaking of darkness you have committed a capital crime. You've been convicted and you're going to the electric chair. So <laughs> with this comes a final meal, final movie to watch while you eat that meal. And then a final song they're going to put in your headphones. It's going to take you away. What's, uh, what's your, what's your movie? Uh, I love, I just watched it last night again. Time machine. Okay. I love that movie, the time machine. Um, and both versions, the old version and the new version. That's rare when people love a movie and they like both versions. Yeah. I was just, I f- the whole genre of like um, time traveling and even Groundhog Day movies. Groundhog Day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ground- uh-huh. I love movies like that for some reason. Yeah. Okay. And then does that movie resonate with anything in your life or just, you just love it? I, I just love it. All right. It just, you know, especially like I like history. Okay. So just to go back in history and um, see if you could change the outcome sometimes yeah. or just leave it alone. <laughs> All right. So Time Machine. Now, what are you going to eat while you watch it? Uh, I love soul food. I love Mexican food. Got to pick one. But, uh, no, you don't. Actually, no, you don't. Make but, your menu right now. You got a plate and an unlimited buffet of whatever you want. What are you going to throw on that plate? Uh, Start with the main dish. What's going to be your main dish? Have to go with some fried chicken. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh, collard greens. Uh, I love black eyed peas and rice. Some yeah. candy ups. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't sound so so Mexican yet. I know yet. Okay. But, <laughs> but then uh, I have to have a 
No, if I had one meal, it's just to go out. Yeah. They'd be scratched out. Okay. I just do a dessert, like a blueberry peach cobbler. A, a whole cobbler. Yeah. Eat if it I'm just going, because all that stuff is just like, okay, let me just finish. If I'm going to go have the meal and the dessert, you know. I can. Okay. <laughs> yeah, well, okay. Yeah, okay. Yeah, so, have, have okay, let's do the soul food. Okay. Because <laughs> that and, brings me back home. Okay. I mean, I didn't really start like a Mexican food, like really until I got out here. <laughs> yeah, well, it's hard. Mexican food, we get the best. Don't, right. don't tell, don't tell me Texas, Tex-Mex, nothing like that. Don't tell me. I, I this agree. Is it. This I tell is everybody it. that because, yeah. man, like even when you go towards LA, it's like it, it just uh, it gets worse. It every mile, yeah. every mile you go, it gets a little bit worse. <laughs> yes, I, yes, and that's the truth. Yeah. <laughs> so okay, so you uh, had some soul food, a little peach, blueberry peach cobbler. And now you're full of everything. Mm-hmm. Now it's time to plug a song into your headphones and play you off. A whole new world. And uh, the Disney song, but I want my daughter singing it. Oh. It's a. Uh, you know, yeah, I just synthesize. And you have to preset songs on there. Yeah, and the instrumental, and so we used to do that. Uh, they used to sing the heck out that song. Nice. And um, I had it on recording. And, uh, that's uh, <coughs> Frozen. What? No, that's no, way that's before so that. That's no. Don't. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Aladdin. Aladdin. That's that's it. You're right. <laughs> oh yeah, that's from Aladdin. That's good. All right. Yeah, that's that's fun. I hope. It. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna turn up telling myself a little bit. Is I don't allow phones during the podcast. I don't like looking stuff up, but I do like I'll edit stuff. We just look something up. It's a Tony on the mic first because like it was driving me crazy to remember where that whole new world was from. So it was from Aladdin. Well, that'd be good. That'd be a good way to do it. One more time, hit up your uh, socials and promote the book, and uh, we'll get you on your way. Yeah. So, uh, Daddy, I'm scared by Narcipa Teague. It's on all platforms, um, Barnes and Noble, Amazon, and uh, Target has it. I saw it at Target. Yeah, you can buy it through Target. Oh wow! So yes, uh. <laughs> <laughs> so check it out, especially if you have young ones and you wanna you wanna connect. And it just gets a good read. I mean, I read to your kids. That would be something I say. Read a book to your kids more yes, than sir. one. It's important. And and yeah it's not as easy as putting on a tv or a movie or a screen or giving everybody something of their own to do i mean i read to all my kids you know i'd i'd read to them tonight if, yes. they, if yes. they came home because <laughs> it's it just there's, there's that time and that bond and that moment and that attention you cannot replace you know get a book and read to your kids and be and study show read to your kids they grow smarter they have a better vocabulary they process information better i mean those are that's not me talking that's science over decades oh, of study exactly so, so read to your kids and when you're reading to them start with daddy i'm scared by our fatigue hey i appreciate you coming in i and, appreciate um, you we're going to talk again about uh narrating your book i'm uh i'm 100 I'm serious about that okay we'll see what we can do i think that'll be fun that'll be a good creative project for us anything you else you want to add any shout outs anything you want to say uh just um uh, just love my family and uh shout out to kamika lisa lizette sydney walter and aaron all right I mom think and that dad about, that about <laughs> all right thanks man all right Tony in the Mesa, the Mesa, outro, 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 outro.
And that's going to do it for another episode of Tony on the Mic. You can find more episodes at TonyOnTheMic.com. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, the TikToks. All those platforms are being slowly filled with quality entertainment products. Also, you can reach out to the show if you have a guest idea. And we're also looking for sponsors and supporters. So check us out at Patreon as well. Thanks for listening to Tony on the Mic.